It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Money Talk. Greg Somerville along with Craig Snyder. We did a little quick basketball update in the last couple minutes there. I'm sorry for everybody who's been tuned in for the business of the stock market and the business of the bond market. We're awaiting jobs numbers. It's uh, it's about 8.16. They're going to come at 8.30. So we'll tell you how the market reacts. Everybody's sort of focused on that. I tend to think nobody, the market doesn't tend to move that much on one number, but you never know. As soon as I say that, maybe you get a big move. But just so you have a benchmark to where we're, where we're going from, from now based on that news, the Dow Jones futures implied open is down about 40 points. So right now it's a slightly negative open, but certainly on the heels of, of tremendous first half performance and good second half beginning. It was a record first half, right? Yeah. I saw yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it's a little exaggerated because let's remember at the end of last year, the market really cratered. So right. what it first did was just get all get all back what what it gave up in the fourth quarter of last year. Uh, and and then it added to it. But, you know, that's what happens. The market, you know, goes down some years and goes up and makes up for it. It's very um, – a lot of people look at their accounts right now and maybe they feel like they have too much cash or that they're missing out. But I had a couple of thoughts about that is that, is that um, number one is I think this is further proof that you really have to be careful about trying to base your financial decisions on making calls on the direction of the market. There's a lot of really smart people who thought that when Trump took office, the market would crater. There's a lot of really smart people who thought that once the market had gone up a lot, that, that um, it was going to have a big pullback. There was a lot of smart people who thought that the end of last year signaled the beginning of something worse as opposed to just a, a dramatic correction in the market. Uh, it went to bear market levels on some indices. I think the NASDAQ was down 20% at one point. I th- I'm sure the small cap index was down 20%. So w- my main thing is when you're making a decision about how much stock to own and how much bonds to own in your longer term investment account, you really have to be away from the market. You can't do it. You, you can't go to more cash because you're scared in December, and you shouldn't go to more stock because you're confident in July based on the fact that the market's been really good. So one piece of advice I have is don't try to base your allocations on what you think the market's going to call or what your favorite analyst on, the, on CNBC says the market's going to do or even on what your financial advisor thinks the stock market is going to do because I don't have a confident... I don't have confidence that any of those people, including myself and Craig, can, can, can make those kind of calls. So you decide on an allocation. Doesn't mean you can't tweak it or, or adjust it a little bit based on your expectations. But I'm telling you right now, there are times over the past eight years, nine years, where I would have been 100% cash if I just kind of went with my gut, if I just went with um, what I thought the market was likely to do. Um, Number two is if you do have needs and you're coming from the market, it's actually a great time to sell. 
you want to see you, you don't want to sell with the pressure of, of stocks going down the cliche is you sell when you can not when you have to and so just take advantage of this if you have a big tuition bill coming up and the market's near its highs and you have two years of tuition paid for in a 529 in my opinion get that money to cash so that doesn't become a year and a half if the market goes down most likely you have other investments that are in the market that'll benefit so you're not going to completely miss out on it um but but sell when you can not when you have to um markets often go much higher than they quote unquote should like right now if you look at consumer staples the multiple the price earnings multiple is pretty high on consumer staples i think you can make an argument that they may be going higher than they should um another sort of a danger zone according to some people is the inverted yield curve i've seen um i'm good on this one I'm, uh, Craig's Craig keeps the time on our segments and his and phone stopped. just froze. That happened on my um on my boat yesterday. Like the engine kept working, but the like the the control panel completely stopped working. The music stopped and uh, so I don't know. I rebooted the boat one and it worked. Um, but um, the inverted yield curve sometimes leads to a recession, and a lot of people are pointing. And an inverted yield curve is just that short-term money is is getting more interest than longer-term money. Uh, so if if your one-year CD is paying two percent and your five-year CD is paying one and a half percent, that's an example of an inverted yield curve. Um, and um, and finally, you know, everybody's really confident in bonds right now. Here I am talking about international markets, which. Um, have two-year yields com comparable to our two-year treasury of negative. So we're one point whatever it is, one point six or so on the on the two-year, whatever yeah, we are on the right. two-year. Though they're negative, um, but I will tell you this: things happen quickly. Risk happens fast. Is is the way uh, Doug Cass puts it. And if interest rates start going on up, bond prices could be very vulnerable. So there's no really easy answer when it comes to allocation. Um, I've talked about how I like to get bond exposure. I won't go down that rabbit hole right now. Um, but but there's no really easy um, answer to how you're going to position yourself because you can make the argument that stocks are really risky. You can make the argument that bonds are really risky. And you can also make the argument that both of them will be substantially higher than they are right now by the end of the year. So it's not an easy time to make those decisions, but those are just a few tips in the face of a rising market that I think is rising a lot more than most people would expect. So no, I, I, I agree, Greg. You know, before you started your little um, speech there, <laughs> <laughs> or your analog, or monologue. Yeah. It, the first thing that I wrote down was timing. Right? I mean, we talk about this over and over again. You can't time the market. You know, have that plan. Have your financial planner. If you, if in December you were calling your financial planner all the time and they calmed you down and you didn't sell, you know, take that gut check again and say, okay, now it's all back. It, it's there. It's up a little bit. If it turns around tomorrow and goes back down 25, 30 percent. Would I be happy if I had a little bit of cash? And again, review this with your financial planner. And that, that is a great point because you're going to make better decisions when you don't feel the anxiety and the pressure of of the market weighing on you. And, and you know, we the numbers show if you try to time the market and you miss a certain amount of days, and it's just single days, you know, out of yep. the cycle, that, that you can miss it all. Yep. Um, and so I, I think you had great points. And again, it's it's really important. You talk to your financial planners, you, you use online services, um, reallocate your debt if you can, why rates are low yep. in everything. Yep. Um, you know, just kind of sit down and, and, and do, give it the attention it deserves. And now's a great point. It's summer. 
not a lot's going to happen too quickly unless something happens with the president and the world and, and all those types of things. The markets are usually seems like a fair amount's been happening and nobody cares. Um, like that's so, so. no, but but usually a lot of the traders are on vacation. So the right. market and again right. and again history is no for the future. But you might have a few more days now, yeah. and all of a sudden people coming back. And there's also, there's a lot of randomness in the market. And that's why it's kind of absurd when January 1st, you have all of the different experts predicting what the market will do on the course of the year. And I would say 80% of those experts are somewhere between plus 5% and plus 12%. Like the most bullish person will be up 12%. The most bearish prognosticator will be up 5%. And just look at the last two years, how kind of ludicrous and how off they were. And I'm not, I'm not holding them um, accountable for being wrong. I'm holding them accountable for putting out a number that, that they think is realistic. There's just randomness to the market. If you told me the market was going to be good for the next three years and that it's going to be up 18, and then it turned out to be up 18% in the first half of 2019, and then it turned out to be you know, down in 2018, that's fine. That's a great prediction. That's a helpful prediction. And it's maybe even a reasonable prediction. But to, to have everybody come out every year between 5 and 12% and have it, you know, sometimes fall in there and sometimes not, it just seems kind of ridiculous to and, me. You know, I, I remember back in the 80s, they used to throw darts at the dartboard, you know, to kind of pick stocks. And then they would take that, that target versus with some of the best – and they were probably right in the middle. Or, they, they were, you know, they were close. Um, so, you know, again, it's really important. Know your plan. Figure it out. Put a budget together. It's summertime. Sit down and try to do it why, why things are good in, in both sides of the market. You know, it's funny. CNBC has to clock up. It's four minutes and 52 seconds till uh, the jobs number. And it's just... <laughs> It just kind of cracks me up. They, they build this big, I almost guarantee it's gonna be a non-event because whenever they build something up like this, it turns out not to be as important as everybody thought it was gonna be. And I did, what I always tell my clients, it's almost never the chain you're worried about that hits you. Right. It's, it's usually something that's not on your radar or something. And they'll that, spin the jobs report whichever way they want to, and they'll revise something else to, to make it all, you know, I mean. Usually when something like that causes the market to go up or down, it's a move that was gonna be made anyway, and it just just has more to do with the timing of that move than it does with the actual making of that move. Greg Somerville, Craig Snyder. If you want to reach out to us, go to SomervilleInvestments.com. I'll, I'll get you to Craig if you need to, and that's an easy way to get us. Talk to you soon. Or talk to you soon. Back in a minute. <laughs> with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.